0: Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your snackable daily podcast for your pop culture fix.
1: Hi, I'm Laura Brodnick and I'm the entertainment
0: editor here at Mamma Mia. And I'm Kei Reese. I work at Social Squad, Mamma Mia's in-house social media agency. Welcome back to a fresh new week, Miss Brodnick. And welcome back to you.
1: <laughs> I just never know what to say when you start with this happiness. You know, Monday is my tiredest day. I've got to work up to this excitement know, to Friday. I know, I know.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just a ball of energy today. I'm not I sure what's it's going on. I know, it's a lot for me. On the show today, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have given an in depth interview about Jada's alleged affair. But what detail have they refused to confirm? And what to watch next? We're going to give you a couple of recommendations to get you through this week. <laughs> 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 But to kick off the show today, Brooklyn Beckham is engaged. So the first son, he's now 21 years old, of David and Victoria Beckham announced his engagement over the weekend to American actress Nicola Peltz, taking to Instagram, posting a pic of them looking gorgeous and glamorous, I might add, at the Beckham's Cotswolds home in England. And the post read, two weeks ago, I asked my soulmate to marry me and she said, yes, I'm the luckiest man in the world. I promise to be the best husband and the best daddy one day. I love you, baby.
1: And then Victoria Beckham, the proud mum in this instance, has also shared the photos, which she actually took if you look back over some of the other tag photos of them. So she took these engagement photos because Brooklyn has been quarantining with Nicola in LA and the family's finally back together together. in their Cotswolds mansion in the UK. And so she and David Beckham have both blessed the relationship. So they've only been together for about eight months or so. And I think that's why people are kind of shocked by it. And the fact that he's 21, which shouldn't be that young, but it does seem very young to kind of get married, I think is what people are saying.
0: Yeah, and I tend to agree with that. She's also 25. She's a bit of a, a cougar, which I can relate to. I
1: don't know um, if we'd be calling that a cougar, but okay. I think His other girlfriend, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz, who he was with for four years and everyone thought they were going to get married. Remember, that is also about 26 or 27. Yeah, he
0: likes older women. What I've noticed about this very exciting engagement is it feels like it's been very triggering for a lot of Spice Girls fans. Oh, it's kind God. of making us realise like, oh no, we're quite old now.
1: Yeah, because it just seems the other day that he was just a little baby that she was carrying around with her on the Spice Girls like press tours or carrying through Madrid. Remember when she did the whole like hair extensions, yes. hot pants kind of thing. I like that. And there was that She's whole thing about her. the fact that he was named Brooklyn because he was conceived in Brooklyn. That's always what I think I when know, I look it's at a him. Bit gross, what an isn't awkward it? fact. But um, yeah, these rumors about their engagement have been swirling since. Remember when we covered his twenty first birthday party? Which oh, that was only, a hoot. We only spoke about because it was bigger than a royal wedding, and apparently there was some sort of like. Like they thought there was going to be an engagement announcement that night and because his, her mum and Victoria Beckham were like on the dance floor, like hugging it out, like their children were about to get married. So people kind of have been looking for this announcement since then.
0: I might add a little uh, detail that you probably wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. The dress that she is wearing, the beautiful yellow ruffled dress is a Victoria Beckham dress. So she oh. is repping hard for the family.
1: Do you think there was a caveat with Victoria t- agreeing to take the photos that she had to wear the dress? Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's an interesting kind of outcome. I only know Nicola Peltz from her acting career, which she's been in a few good TV shows, which one of them is actually in a weird twist of fate, my recommendation from today. Stop. But I remember she was in that movie, The Last Airbender, which had such a huge cult following. And then the movie came out and not only was it panned, but she was the subject of this huge controversy because she's a Caucasian actress playing a really um, popular character of colour. And she got nominated for a Raspberry Award, like the really? worst actress. Yeah. And then she was in Transformers 4 and she was pretty... Pretty good in that but never kind of took off to the level that Megan Fox did so I actually think this engagement will kind of push her into the next like you know there'll be more fame around her yeah interesting <laughs>
0: So last week, we covered the news that R&B singer August Alsina confirmed an alleged relationship that he had with actress Jada Pinkett-Smith in an interview with Complex. Hours after that story was published, reps for Jada called the claims not true. And then on Thursday, Jada tweeted, There's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table. The Red Table she's referencing is from her Facebook watch series Red Table Talk, a show that she hosts with her daughter Willow and also her mother Adrienne, and it's been made famous by various celeb appearances. I think most notably recently would be when Jordan Woods came on after her alleged cheating scandal with Tristan Thompson went live, which was, I mean, God, I was the first one to click. I'll let you know that. So it brings us to Friday. The episode aired, which husband Will Smith also joined for, a little bit orcs, and this is what happened.
2: We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. You yeah, know? no, and, we were over. And then what did you do, Jada? Well, you know, I think from there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement. Mm-hmm. with August. And one thing I want to get clear about and clean up, one of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the only person that could give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yes. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, so when these allegations first came out, you and I covered it here on the podcast, and we talked about the fact that, even though they were saying it wasn't true, we still thought there was a kind of a grain of truth there. Right. But because this family is so private and so powerful and so protective of their public image, it wasn't something they were ever going to really like let out into the world. But they've obviously realised in this case there was a way for them to do it where they still came out looking like this quirky, amazing, fun couple and still kind of speaking their truth as is the kind of backbone of Jada's TV success.
0: And coining a few more celebrity um, relationships References when she's saying, "I got into an entanglement," when she's like really flirting around, just not being truthful about what it was. And Will Smith's just like, "No, no, no, no! You keep calling it an entanglement. We need to actually say what it was. It was a relationship." Then she finally agrees that yes, it was a relationship. Yeah, because
1: entanglement really kind of just puts her on the complete outer. It's like me saying like, "Oh, I saw you the other day. We kind of had a chat, and it was an entanglement." It's definitely not the same thing.
0: I know. I loved it. I loved. I loved how she tried to scoot that one past us, but Will Smith luckily wouldn't let it happen. I also liked that they dismiss the idea that August was in any way a homewrecker which I thought was really important so they referenced the fact that they were going through a really difficult time and had been split up when Jada decided to get entangled with August in a few places I feel like you could really see that Will Smith was deeply affected by this and he even said like he wasn't sure if he was ever going to speak to her again after this period of separation and was kind of shocked that they're at the place that they are now but really spoke to the fact that they were both really unhappy at the time. They realised that they couldn't make each other happy so they just needed to separate and kind of do their own thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was kind of interesting how they laid out the time frame as well because they talk about the fact that August and she keeps calling him Aug even though they say like they're not in touch with him anymore but I think they were trying to make it seem like they very were still pallid. very much yeah, because yes. the red table is all about making people feel very included. they never go after people. Like that's kind of Jada's yes. thing. Like even when she's interviewing it's a, a select. Yeah, so that like that's off-brand for her to kind of attack anyone. So she said that he came into their family as like a friend of their son when he was they didn't say what the illness was, but they keep saying he was very sick, he was going through an illness, he was going through this really big medical I think they condition.
0: Reference mental health as oh, well. Oh, did that? Yeah, 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 and
1: kind of but never like kind of got into what was yeah. actually happening and, and that sort of stuff. And they said like the whole reason reason. the family took him in was to help him through like this really difficult time and and then it doesn't really say how long but it kind of alludes to the fact that he was almost part of the family for a very long time and then um, Will and Jada had their, well he said he like kicked her to the curb, what did he say? He kicked her to the curb Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they I weren't. was done with you Yeah, I was done with you, so good and, um, and that's when she and August kind of developed feelings that were more than the kind of, almost like a paternal relationship yeah. they had before that and then they became lovers in this entanglement and then they talked about kind of how it ends but yeah, it was kind of really interesting how they almost all came out of it looking good, mm. like they're so good at publicity, they're so good at PR and I just think that they had this whole, like it wasn't rehearsed but they obviously had talked before about what story points they were going to hit and how they were going to react and how and it really became this kind of whole what was meant to be them talking about the breakdown of their marriage and for the first time ever addressing these rumors they have an open marriage became them talking about like life partnership and hardship and forgiveness and stuff it was almost like going to like a relationship talk when we were there for scandal
0: it definitely felt like empowering like I watched it and I thought you know what 25 years of marriage yeah you're gonna go through some that's exactly downs. what they it wanted you to think. It worked on me. Oh, it you drank- worked on me. And I just thought, you know, if they can get through anything,
1: I can get through oh anything. God. Like I was feel- I was drinking the juice. You drank the Red Table Kool-Aid, that's <laughs> for sure. Oh, they're so good at that. So August has now replied. Oh my God, he this is hot off the press. I haven't seen this yeah, yet. It literally just happened. So he couldn't leave well enough alone. It was like, kid, you obviously came out and said this stuff that the Smith family did not want you to say. Now Jada and Will have performed some of their media magic Tricks to make it all go away. You could have just let it go, he but no. have. he's um had a back and forth series of text messages about it with actor and comedian Michael Blackson. He's then posted the images, the like the text chain to his Instagram. You're lying. <laughs> no, it's, I'll show you, I'll show you on my phone after this. So he said, I was in love and she broke my heart. So That's not what you know. Jada's saying is the kind of you know amicable split they had. And then his friend said, like, why did you even tell your business on the radio? This is my favourite quote from the whole message. And then August said, I tried to call Jada, but she changed her number and went back to that guy from Men in Black. (laughs) (laughs) Will Smith is probably like, that is the most insulting bit of all of this is that you've called me that. And then he's like, August keeps saying, no, Mike, she broke my heart. My heart is bleeding from the outside to the inside. People can think whatever they want, but I'm not okay with my character being in question. I'm not a troublemaker. I don't like drama. Drama makes me nauseous, which... If John makes you nauseous, you wouldn't out an affair with a really famous, probably the most famous Hollywood couple. So, yeah, that was kind of an interesting take. Well,
0: the other quote that I wanted to end on just quickly, going over to his other successful movie franchise, which is Bad Boys, which we (laughs) saw the most recent one together and Laura hated it and I was, like, loving it sick. And so at the end of the interview, they kind of come together and together they say,
2: we've got the audio. It's just part of it. Yeah. You know, if you expect to be with somebody for a lifetime. 25 years and counting. Mm. We ride together. We we die die together. together. Bad Bad marriage marriage for life. life. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's terrible. It's the truth. (laughs) It's the truth. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's uh, it's just part of the journey.
0: It's so corny and I thought it was like a hoax. And then I watch and I'm like, oh God, they did say that, but it's kind of amazing. And I love that they are empowering bad marriages and, you know, being honest about things that happen.
1: Exactly. And if you want to watch the full interview between the couple, you can go to Facebook watch.
0: Na, 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 na. all right what to watch next we've got a long it's going to be rainy all week in sydney in new south wales and i know that victoria is in need of some good recommendations so this goes out to you especially we are thinking of you at the moment so my what to watch next is three identical strangers it's a documentary on netflix and it came out in 2018 for some reason slipped right by me i was just you know browsing through my apple tv on the weekend and it came up and i was like 100 that's a 93 match i think so <laughs> so it's about the lives of Edward Galland, David Kelman and Robert Shafrin and they are a set of identical triplets that were adopted as infants by three separate families. So years later when they're about 19 they end up reuniting in like the craziest story ever but that isn't even the craziest story of their whole story. So the reunion ends up becoming this kind of global sensation. They go on talk shows, on late night shows, they're on the cover of People magazine. People are obsessed with them. They're like running around New York young 20 year olds just living it up. But what ends up happening is because there are three sets of parents who are really angry about the fact that these three boys were separated at birth and the fact that they lived in something like a five or 10 kilometer radius of each other so super close and what ends up happening is they end up unearthing a really unimaginable secret that has crazy repercussions and it's it ends up getting into some territory you're like I thought this was just like a fun tabloidy you know story that you never believe this but it gets really dark towards the end I think it's a really interesting story that you should watch just to understand like what people are capable of and how dark and murky it can get when people are trying to I don't want to give too much away so I won't I'll stop myself don't give it away
1: because the the
0: twist is really good yeah so three identical strangers documentary on Netflix that you can stream now Laura Brodnick how are you going to top that? What shall I watch next?
1: Okay, I actually can top that because I'm recommending um, a series called Bates Motel, which is on Stan. Have you seen it?
0: No, it's on my list to watch. Oh, okay, because you were
1: air pumping like you had. So. I was air pumping like I
0: know it's good and I cannot wait to watch it. So good.
1: It. So um, it's actually a prequel series to one of my very favourite movies of all time, Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 film, Psycho. Have you seen it?
0: I didn't. Yes, I have, of course. I didn't realise it was a prequel to yeah, that. Yeah, it's a prequel series. to oh okay so It's so exciting. I won't
1: spoil the twist, but um, you don't have to watch Psycho to enjoy Bates Motel, but it is obviously Psycho's one of the best movies ever made. You can get it on Google Play, so go watch that. But So this series is like a contemporary, prequel to that movie so it's kind of telling the story of Norman Bates who is the main character in Psycho and his mother Norma so um, Norman is played by Freddie Highmore and his mother Norma is played by Vera Farmiga, and it's about this mother and son Characters who have this really twisted, sickening relationship. They run this motel together, and it's kind of just over the five seasons watching their dynamic grow and change, and the murders that happen there, and the events that happen, and kind of watching what it actually is like to see, a, like, you know, a serial killer go through his teenage years and become that monster at the end of it, kind of knowing what's going to happen at the end. So, yeah, it's just amazingly shot. It's got that kind of feel of Psycho where it's just very kind of bleak and chilling and terrifying and like I said lots of murder lots of kind of gore it builds up to this really intense final season which so many people are still kind of reeling from and it's not as terrifying as the original Psycho which I rented from the video shop when I was 14 (laughs) watched it home by myself thinking like it's an old black and white movie like how scary could it be oh my god so scary I watched I had to go like sit outside on the grass and wait for my mum to come home I was so terrified so this is kind of like a prelude to that so there are five seasons on stand to watch now.
0: And stars Nicola Peltz, we should say. And he does, and she's
1: really good in it, the future Mrs Beckham.
0: Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. We love hearing from you, so why don't you drop us an email at thespill at mamamia.com.au. This episode of The Spill was produced by Maddie Joanu. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye.